Hi, you're listening to The Advantage Podcast with me, John Kenworthy. Hey there, and welcome to this week's podcast. This is Dr. John Kenworthy, and I'm going to be talking this podcast about learning faster and better. My mum would often tell me, all will be well in the morning. For her, it was just experience and age old wisdom. All will be well in the morning. And things always were better in the morning. Somehow, all the clutter and stress and worry, while not gone altogether, was at least more manageable. As I slept, my brain was free to sort through the problem, process it entirely and put it in a suitable place close to a similar experience in memory. I had learned how to resolve whatever the issue was. And more often than not, it didn't even need addressing anyway. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how taking a break improves future learning. And it's akin to my mum's advice, which was essentially sleep on the problem so that your memories can be reprocessed, consolidated and shaped for better or faster retrieval. Taking a learning break gives your brain time and the space it needs to reprocess. And there's a paper published in Psychological Science in the Public Interest, and it's evaluated 10 techniques for improving learning, ranging from mnemonics to highlighting. And it shows in there that taking a break in learning, or distributed practice to give it its scientific title, is more effective than any of the other nine techniques that I usually believed to be better at consolidating and improving learning. And now there's compelling new evidence from the University of Texas at Austin, recently published in the National Academy of Sciences, that supports the idea that study breaks improve later learning. See, when we take a break from learning, our brain can process all the information. But how much is the right amount for studying and how long for a break? I've been researching this for some time now and unsurprisingly, the results are inconclusive. However, there does appear to be a general reduction in the active learning time for younger people. See, typically I found that baby boomers, my own generation, study well and learn well over a 25-minute period of almost continuous study. That is, they needed a learning consolidation break at 25 minutes, needing a 15-minute break. Gen Xers, uh, it's around 20 minutes of intensive learning, needing an average 13-minute break. Gen Y drops to about 12 minutes of intensive learning with a six-minute break, and then Gen IY, or the iPad generation, around four minutes, yep, just four minutes, but with only a two-minute break. Uh, All of this is in a non-academic learning situation, by the way. It's tested for learning retention 24 hours after the learning event and then again 21 days later. The importance of this 
is that the amount of time people can intensely study or learn is becoming shorter, but also the break time becomes shorter. That is needed to help learning. It's not just sleeping on the problem overnight, but taking breaks on a regular basis during the learning process. Within every group that I've been studying, there's been a huge range and it would change from an individual dependent on the mode of learning. Uh, that is, was the learning in a form that they preferred, whether they prefer to read, watch video, uh, listen to audio like a podcast or kinesthetically need to be doing things, etc. Sadly, and um, from an academic point of view, even so-called learning preferences has not been statistically significant factors in any study on learning and development in adults. What we do know though is our brain needs a break. When we take a break from learning, our brains can process all of the information. See, when we are learning anything, our prefrontal cortex, the PFC, just above uh, your eyes at your forehead area is burning a huge amount of energy as you evaluate the information, process it and check it against working memory. Then the new information is processed, consolidated and linked to appropriate other memories and emotions. But for this to be held in longer term memory, it appears that the PFC needs to be less active. Perhaps because the PFC is such an energy hog and we simply need to switch our energy resources to consolidate memories. And consolidation of memories is learning. So, can we just take a pill and learn better and faster? Well, to a certain extent, yes, we can. See, glucose and oxygen is the fuel we need to burn to learn. And caffeine can assist as well if recent research is correct. So taking a moment, munching on candy, taking deep breaths and sipping that cup of coffee all help us learn. Oh, just described a break. So, if it's a break that we need, sometimes having some glucose, certainly taking in some oxygen, is helpful because that replenishes the energy that is being burnt by the prefrontal cortex, the brain, as we are intensely learning. So, taking a break during our learning, taking deep breaths, limited amounts of glucose, will assist your learning. Better still, as my dear mum would say, sleep on it. All will be better in the morning. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, brief podcast. Do let me know what you think of these podcasts if you've been listening to them on a regular basis. Let me know the topics that you'd like me to cover or any feedback that you've got uh, and your testimonies about how you're using the learning would be greatly appreciated. Just drop over to the podcast page at selsim.com. Leave your comments in the comments area or drop, a, drop me a note. 
Thanks. Have a blessed week. You've been listening to the Advantage podcast with me, John Cameron. To find out more, visit us at selsin.com. <laughs>